You're listening to Experience This, a show about the emerging experience economy with your host, Tom Young. Hey, uh, welcome to the show. This is Tom Young. I'm sitting here with Karen down in the studio. How hey, you doing? Tom. How's it going? All right. Hey, today we're going to talk about, you just took a, uh, a recent trip out to California for a yoga retreat. A wellness retreat. Wellness. Okay. Yeah. That's, does that is that really how it was marketed? Uh yeah. It, it's it's uh, kind of marketed as um, their their tagline is when you're serious about change. Really? So so it wasn't so yoga was a piece of it, but it wasn't dominated by yoga. Correct. Yoga okay. and meditation are components of it. Okay. There's a physical. So aspect. why did you do it? Uh, because I had actually done it. I had done the program in full length, which is about seven days um, mm-hmm. in 2010. And I felt like it was very transformative for my life. And so-, so give me, Take me back to 2010. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there, you're doing, uh, you're doing something and this prompted you, somebody prompted you to um, do this seven day program. In 2010, I was probably in a- You were single now. I was single. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was like definitely in a, not like in a bad place, but I was. Is this when you were working in Roanoke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I as like, soon as you said was, bad place, I, it, I knew what that meant like, for you. It was. Uh, it was. Um, like the dating pattern was just not that great. It was. Right. Um, anyway, so I, I was looking for a change. You and, were. You were traveling to Roanoke and staying at the Sheraton every week. <laughs> yes, I was. So okay, so that's why your bad pattern went there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so just for people to know, we, we we took a trip down to the. Eclipse in Tennessee a couple of years ago. Yeah. And we had no plan. We ended up pulling into Roanoke and staying at the Sheraton. And that's where you live for like how long? A year? Uh, yeah, about a year and a half. Wow. So then and this prompted you now in 2010 to do this wellness retreat. Yeah. So how did you get exposed to it? Um, I actually had, I was actually searching for different types of retreats. Okay. I was curious to see what was out there because the wellness movement in 2010 was just starting I would say it was um, definitely not as mainstream as it is today, but there were some people who had were starting to talk about the buzz of self improvement, and so I was curious. All right, so this t- this thing in 2010. So what kind? So you're there for seven days. Yeah. And it's uh. So it's, check your cell phones at the door. Correct. All so that you stuff. Know, you uh, there's no digital access right. whatsoever. Um, actually, the minute that you drive down the street, so it's in Napa. Right. But the minute you drive down the specific street to get to it, the cell phone service cuts off. So there's no cell phone service there. Cone of silence. Yeah, on the property. And then... Um, when you stay in like a dormitory? Yeah, and you have a roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, you stay in these like uh, cottages. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. And you have a, um, you've got a roommate. And then within the first hour, you actually are encouraged to, to check in your cell phone, hand it over for the week. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, there's no TVs. Yeah. No newspapers. Um, please refrain from speaking about politics and current events because uh, they really want you to be present mm-hmm. um, for those seven to eight days. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. And I didn't know what to expect. And, and so, uh, so you did this? Yeah, I did. And you liked it in 2010 it. now. Yeah, I loved it. It was really hard. So how did it, how did it transform you? Um, I think 
Uh, so this is going to turn a little bit into like a spiritual conversation. Right, that's no, that's fine. Them. That's yeah, why we're doing experience it. Experience this, right? right. Um, so I think what it did for me then um, personally was that I, in romantic relationships specifically, I definitely um, detached from outcomes. So being a Indian woman who had just turned like early 30s back in 2010, um, I was very focused on getting married. Mm -hmm. um, if I was dating somebody, I wanted to know immediately if this was headed to marriage. Did you use the term LTR? What? Long-term long -term relationship. relationship. We talked yes. about this. And... <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, uh, so you I were mean, sizing guys up on the first date. Kind of. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's a big turnoff. Well, yeah. But I mean, it, it was, I was a product of my environment. I understand. <laughs> and um, so I... I also felt like I didn't want to do it, but yet somehow it was just happening yeah, over right. and over again, mm -hmm. right? So I felt like it was time to bust those old habits and mm -hmm. see if there was maybe a new perspective and a new way of living, and there was. Um, so I think what was really transformative for me was in general, just not being attached to outcomes, period. Um, whether that was romantic relationships or whether that was uh, conversations with friends or whatever it was, um, just, you know, being a little bit more like flowing through life versus, okay, so what's next? Where is this going to go? Okay. Type of stuff. So, so you do this and then you had a roommate that did you become friends with your roommate? Did you stay in touch with them or is this one of those you're into yourself the whole time? Yeah. So the interesting thing is, um, the seven days that you're there, um, and by the way, there are some famous people who have gone mm -hmm. and since then spoken about their experience. So I can actually reference them because it's out in the press. Yeah, so you signed this non-disclosure agreement, right? I did, yeah, yes, so a confidentiality. I'm gonna try to <laughs> test the limits of this disclosure agreement. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so Katy Perry was recently there. She was your roommate? Uh, she was not my roommate. Okay. <laughs> but um, she was there. Um, similar experience you have a roommate and so the reason i was mentioning her is that you actually um while you're there for the week long um the whole premise of that is um that you are only referred to by your childhood nickname so the thinking behind that is you kind of have a rebirth into your adulthood at the end i mean it sounds very like hippie and but there's science behind it no and i got I, it I, 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 it's pretty cool i just think it's interesting yeah it? it's really interesting um and so give me a, a funny the funniest childhood nickname that you heard there um um oh wow i couldn't remember i What's mean your... mine was kitu really yeah k-e-e-t-u and some people put it in their cell phones afterwards as K-E-Y hyphen number two, <laughs> K-2. Um, so that was mine. Um, <laughs> at the end, at the last day, um, so like the whole premise of what the program is about is basically the idea that everything that we've learned, we've probably either learned directly, directly from our parents or we've rebelled against our parents. Um, and so therefore we've got these like set of habits um, that are like, you know, just embedded from childhood and we need to let those go and move on to being adults. So you, so, so 2010, now you come out of this program, do you feel different? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I felt great. And um, now as you look back on that, did, this, did the difference, was it sustained? 
Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So now you're sitting here in 2019. Now you're married. Mm -hmm. You've been married for about three years now? Yeah, four years. Four years. Yeah. And uh, so you decide to go again for a refresher. Yes. And this was a four or five day refresher? Um, yeah, about, it started Friday morning around 8 a.m. Okay. To 9 p.m. Those are the day, the hours. Okay, so you fly out. So so, so give us a little bit of a, your trip journey. We love to talk about trips. Yeah. So Thursday, you go out Thursday? Yeah, so um, I went out on Thursday. Now this is in Napa Valley. Correct. And we were just out there in February. Yes. Okay. And um, we were actually very close to it. You didn't see Manny the mayor, did you? I didn't, but I was okay. going to contact him. Okay. <laughs> um, two days before um, Thursday, I flew out, but... Um, on Monday, I had returned from Chicago because I was at a wedding right. um, out there. So Thursday, when I arrived at JFK to get onto my flight, I realized that I actually didn't have my license on me. And this is a reoccurring theme with me as well. And yeah, you didn't bring your ID on the eclipse trip. Correct. Yeah. So yes. that was wild. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit different at the airport than the bar in Virginia. Yeah, we but, were amazed because Rohan was telling us that you were able to get on a plane without ID. I don't know how you did that. Yeah, so I um, kindly went up to the TSA agent and said, I'm trying to get to California. However, I rented a car and left my ID in the cup holder of the Avis rental car in Chicago. Um, and so is how do I get onto this flight? And uh, he said, you need to show me everything that's in your wallet. And so I pulled out all my cards and he's like, okay, so these are all, these are three credit cards, which means that they're the same type of thing. Um, so he's like, what else do you have? I had my insurance card, luckily. Um, so he said, um, all right, that's fine. I'll, I'll let you go, um, but you're gonna have to do like a secondary pat down and whatnot. Um, so it's kind of weird because they, the TSA agent takes you through the line in front of everyone and people think you've done something wrong, like right. you're being escorted. Right. Um, so they do their pat down and off I go. And then I arrive in California and realize I need to rent a car, but I don't have my ID. So I went up to the Avis counter and said, um, I've left my ID in one of your vehicles in Chicago, but I really need to rent a car here. How can I do that? And, Why didn't you just take Uber? Um, because I had arrived on Thursday, and I was I stayed in Calistoga, which is like um, North, yeah, Napa. North Napa, and I wasn't sure about getting an Uber at seven a.m. to where I needed to go. Um, I just wanted a little bit of freedom, and I thought maybe I could get a car. <laughs> yeah, and you did. I did. How is that even possible? <laughs> I would be arrested. Yeah. Um, well, I I showed them the email from Avis that they had actually recovered my ID there and that they were sending it back. And, and they said, just for the record, we never, ever do this. Cause we're not legally yeah. allowed to give cars without licenses. But um, I don't know, I guess maybe I look so, trustworthy. So <laughs> you get your car and you drive up to Calistoga. So, I, yeah, so I go to Calistoga. So what time do you arrive on Thursday? Um, well, I missed my morning flight because I had to get that secondary check. Oh, yeah. um, so How long was that secondary search? 
Uh, you didn't smoke a cigarette when you were done, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Wasn't that kind of search. But what was interesting is I was going to this like wellness retreat and the whole time I'm thinking, crap, maybe I shouldn't be going. Like I don't have my ID. I have to stand in. I was going through TSA pre-check and he's like, no, you got to get into the all gates line. There's like 200 people in line. Um, so I had to wait to queue up, go to the front, do the secondary check. I was like, oh man, everything's like stacked up here. This story would have been great if you... Got through TSA without ID, got the car without ID, but they wouldn't let you into the retreat without ID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would So they let you in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you check in Thursday night? Mm, I checked in. Um, no, I stayed in Calistoga <laughs> yeah. Thursday night, and then, uh, which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Friday, uh, headed over to um, White Sulphur Springs, which right. is a part of Napa. Uh, yeah, it's very cool. And there's like um, in the air, the grapes were being fermented in Napa, so you get the smell of vinegar and. So when wines. you did, when, did you drive up on Thursday up through the Napa Valley? Yeah, so you take so, that. Did the grapes on the vines? It was much different. Oh God, it was beautiful. Yeah, they're like in full. Uh, I'm gonna have to ready. go out there in a couple of weeks because yeah. they're, they're harvesting right now. I think. Yeah, through October. Yeah. Um, but they're they're like busting, ready to be harvested. Uh, Napa was just absolutely stunning. Um, great events coming up, I think, in the month of October as well. Yeah. I, I checked the calendar while I was there. Um, so yeah, so stayed in Calistoga and then uh, headed over for my program the following morning. And the class, so back to this whole thing about Katy Perry, the reason I mentioned that is because you built a very strong community while you're there. So these are people that you keep in touch with. So uh, a couple of the people, um, two of them in particular, I talk to probably almost every other week for my 2010 program. And so this time around, I everybody was gonna be new for me. Mm -hmm. So got a roommate, mm -hmm. uh, that was brand new. And then, um, yeah, the sessions start. All right. <laughs> so you want to get into the? No, no, I want to hear. So, uh, did did you know anybody, or there any like famous people in this that you knew? Um, or like in my class, there were not. Okay. No. So, so you check in class right away. Uh, what do you have to do? Just give me a few of the things you're doing to get started. Um. So right off the bat, what you're doing most is. Um, since uh, so everyone that's been in this program is a graduate of the week long. So that's the prerequisite for the mm -hmm. shorter week. Right. So immediately what they're doing is they're like, um, so since you've done the week long and whatever right. that time period is, a year, 10 years, um, you know, what are the things that are really preventing you from like living your best life today? Mm -hmm. And so you're kind of... Um, working through awareness for like the first half of the day and like uh, really thinking about subtle ways. So did ways. you go with a defined problem? No, I went with a, um, am I truly living my best life? And a lot of the things that we talk about, right? What, so did, did you go with a, uh, a question like, I'm not sure, or did you go with a, I don't think I am, what's missing? I went with a, um, I think there could probably be more for me. And mm -hmm. I, I think for, I think for 
everybody, it's it's good practice to yeah, challenge, no, I, for to sure challenge it's good yourself. Practice. But my observation, just so you know, I've known you for a while. Yeah, you have a pretty you have a pretty cool life. Yeah, I have a great life. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like a lot of people like are like, who is this lady who goes all <laughs> over the place and does all these things? And so I I view you as um, not hacking life, but it's somewhere along those lines, right? You are you're driving a lot of um, experiences into your life more so than most people. Yeah, but so again, it's um, it, it's even stuff like um, how do you get more of that? Right. And, and when we talk about the notion of not if, just more, better, better. Right. And if we have limited time left on this earth, are we actually living life to our fullest potential no. versus being on autopilot? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Right. For sure. And wasted if, Saturdays. Exactly. And if we're on autopilot, why are we on autopilot? And mm-hmm. like, what are the things that are inhibiting us and the blocks that prevent us from being fully right. alive? So. Yeah. It was really cool. So, so that was those were my questions going in. And so, how are you doing this? Like, are you? Is it like group therapy? Um, the, the group it's like thirty five people. Yeah. So there are exercises that you do as a collective group because there's power in community, and then there are things that you do in a group of five. But how long does it take for people to break down and just just go with it versus being, I don't want to go first or yeah. So. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to break the confidentiality agreement, but I'll talk about this in a broad text. There is a certain exercise um, which requires people to uh, really face their, um, the terminology is like patterns or your mm-hmm. dark side, which whatever people call it ego, blah, blah, right, blah, right, right? right? To face that. Um, that exercise is quite physical. Um, so it's about using your body and using your voice. That exercise breaks down the group very quickly because you now have a room of 35 people who are right next to each other, all going at it. And you're like, holy shit. Like this place has just been lit on fire. Yeah. So uh, I, is, I imagine when you break that down, a lot of people probably break down. And it's probably very emotional and... It gets quite emotional, yeah. 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 There are pockets that get very emotional. Right. Um, and Because uh, people, I, I guess it takes a lot to even t- take the time to go to this, right? Yeah. But people are generally dis- dishonest a, with themselves, and this breaks that down. Correct. Yeah, okay. And um, it's a hefty price tag to be there. Mm-hmm. And so when you're there... How much is the week? Pro- pro- it's about five grand. For a week, and then and then the shorter ones, three thirty five. Um, it's about seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred. Yeah, maybe two grand. So it's about seven hundred dollars a day. Yeah. If I rough math. Yeah. Maybe eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Plus your travel, right? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but worth it? Oh, every penny. Yeah, yeah. If you're the type of person that's open to that, it's not yeah. for everybody, right? Yeah. If you're willing to do self exploration work and so, but it, but it's immersive. It goes all day. Seven. From the time you wake up, do you have free time or no? Not really. That's good. So it's immersive. Yeah. The meals, the included. exercise, so the mind, body, spirit, whole nine yards. Yeah, whole nine yards. Uh, everything's included. Um, but your your days. Do they serve wine set. since you're in Napa? No wine. Uh, and when I went in 2010, they had no caffeine because they didn't yeah. want people to have any stimulants. Right. Um, I saw that they reintroduced uh, 
coffee, which right. is interesting, but <laughs> right. The one drug. Yeah, I know. It's back on the shelf. No heroin, but we can have coffee. Yeah. All right. So. Um, you would actually really like it. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm open to many things that yeah. I used to not be open to. Yeah. And the other neat thing is um, you can't talk about what you do for work because they've realized, and I think it makes sense. Um, they haven't said this, but. People I, blend their identity with work. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Right. And it's an artificial question. In New York and most other cities, the second question is, what do you do? Yeah, so this we have our friend up on the wall here. Yeah. Uh, one of our inspirations, Alan Watts. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, he makes the comment about, you know, people say, what do you do? Like, as if that defines who you are. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you really get to connect with people. It takes out that. So yeah. you're actually connecting with humans. Yeah. Which is so awesome. So you think about even the, in social um, situations, people... We'll meet somebody. What do you do? Yeah. As opposed to who are you? Who are you? Exactly. Right. And and people, if you ask somebody who they are, it's awkward because they can't answer it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. you probably deal with that. And yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it, it's cool because everybody is willing. That's right. there. And so everyone loves it. The fact that we all just take our. Uh, but the funny thing is the last hour, there is a there's an actual ceremony where you state your name and what you actually do for work in the real life. Were you surprised? Yeah. Oh my, some of them just blow you away. <laughs> right. I can give, I'll give you some vague examples because we're not matching names to right. people, but uh, like I had like a, uh, uh, a federal like prosecutor. I was like, oh my God, like this person. <laughs> like a US attorney. Yes. There you go. And like uh, an Episcopal priest. I mean, it just runs the gamut. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, it's really neat. So, so give me the day in the life. So you 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 wake up. Is are there community meals or is it more like there's a breakfast window? Make sure you eat between seven and eight, and we're gonna get started at eight fifteen. Yeah, there's a, a breakfast window, and um, it's, so people sit together and and yeah, you you get to know people. And again, same rules. No, no talking about jobs, current, jobs, current events, religion. That kind of just avoid that. Yeah, Contra- avoid negative. Negativity. Cor- correct. No negativity. Right. Um, uh, you can talk about stuff that, you know, maybe stuff that you're kind of going through or if nothing else, just uh, your experience. But avoid negativity, judgmental conversations, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's and just- also the other interesting thing is you can't advise anybody. So if somebody is there actually facing a true situation in life and they happen to be venting about it, um, you can't advise them. Because I'm not in a position to advise, which is really cool too. Oh, that's good. Unsol- no unsolicited. No advice. Ad- no advice. Yeah, just say, I hear you. Yeah. I hear, I you. hear you. Pass the salt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, don't, they don't have salt there probably, right? I don't know. Caffeine, but no salt. So, uh, yeah. so they have a curfew? Yes, they do. Oh, um, okay. Uh, this, is, this is like a little bit of boot camp. I'm figuring what <laughs> this is like. summer camp? Yeah. Yeah. So um, what time is lights out? Uh, 10 p.m. And what time is lights up? Um, like 7 a.m. So that's a long time. Yeah. And you know, no TV in your room. No TV. <laughs> no. Can you read a book? Uh, you can read a book. Yeah. Yeah. Do uh, people read? Or do, or, do, or do you just go to sleep? You're so mentally drained. Yeah, you just go. To Most sleep. people are just passed out at yeah. the end. They've they actually have a pool, and uh, because that area in Napa has um natural hot springs. Yeah. They've got like a sulfur hot spring pool. Uh, no, I was exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> So did you, you didn't find yourself waking up early? I woke up early. 
And yeah. what would you do? Uh, they, it, there's actually beautiful redwood trees. Um, you squat side. Yeah, and hang you out. go for a walk. Yeah, uh, hang out. They really encourage you. Uh, it's probably one of the few times that people actually get to connect with nature. Yeah. So they're like, take advantage of it. Yeah. While you're there. That's great. Yeah. So you do that, but <laughs> it's like such a difference from right the lives we lead. Yeah. To like totally disconnect, totally be with nature, totally be present, but it's all the stuff we talk about. So, <laughs> did you learn anything on this new trip? I did. Okay. Yeah. So give us uh, give us one or two epiphanies that you had that you may want to share or, or in a way that's shareable. Um, hmm, I had quite a few. Uh, I think I think one thing is um, uh, hmm. I don't know if I'm going to articulate them very well. Uh, one thing is that we all have. Um, well, uh, actually, I'll start with this. So one thing is I went in there. Um, I'm a very analytical person. Right. Uh, I like to dissect things. And when I went there about the second or the third day, I was like, I want clear cut answers. And then they kind of were like, uh, my small group leader was like, uh, it's not about getting direct answers on stuff, on anything. Uh, it's about, you know, just being present. And like being present actually opens you up for uh, connecting better with other people, for better opportunities, for like you don't know what is going to cross your path. Uh, so we yeah. watched this video with the guy on the t on the cell phone and he was looking down on the cell phone the whole time and he missed all this stuff going on in life. And it's because he was just engaged with the light square. Uh, so that was kind of like one of yeah. the big messages that I got. Um, and so about being present, I, I was uh, thinking of a Dalai Lama quote, which says, there's two days in your life that you cannot change, yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah, that was it. And, you know, this is the issue of being present. Yeah. So did you guys talk a lot about and things we talked about, it, the notion of one of the, the essential ingredients in whatever formula you come up with for yourself mm -hmm. involves greater socialization? Yes, um, which is why they they specifically talked about one of the reasons for not having any uh, cell phones there was mm -hmm. the human connection. Mm -hmm. That was a really big piece for them. Uh, they're like, you guys will appreciate when you get back home from this weekend, the connections you've made here, uh, which is so true because everybody's been emailing nonstop from our group since we've left. And so... Um, that that was it's huge, and yeah. I thought that was really good, because that's one of the things that's probably missing in parts of society now, is that authentic human connection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one of the things we talk about in our in our other show, the disruption of digital technologies. We recorded the show today on uh, the VR headsets. I in fact I have one here, which is the the Oculus Quest, yeah. which is extremely an immersive environment. And what you know, I'm trying to figure out is how technologies like this can uh, not further isolate us, but actually lead to greater connection. Mm -hmm. I think it's possible. Yeah. But I don't think it's it, it, it will happen without the forethought or the design goals to make social part of the endeavor. Yeah, and um, even the notion of uh, actually true happiness um, comes from connecting with people. Yeah. 
right? And so uh, you need more of that and not less of that in your life. Yeah, and, and, and you know, sort of the conclusion that many social scientists have come to is that technology and wealth tend to isolate people and a lot of the most miserable people on the planet are the richest people on the planet. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right, there's this whole issue around, you don't wanna be poor, because that sucks. Correct. But once you hit 70, $75,000, there's a, it's a scatter plot. Yeah. You could be happy or sad, but they're typically when you get really wealthy, you get isolated. And that isolation leads to unhappiness. Yeah, and there was there was a session on wealth, and um, you know it it was kind of also around there were like a discussions going on with the group, and it was so what's that number? And they were like everyone has a number in their head. Like if I had ten million, or if I had thirty million, I could probably relax and be happy. And the teacher was, or the leader group leader was like, trust me, when you hit that number, you're gonna want another number. Like if you're chasing wealth as a source of happiness, it's like a never ending hamster wheel. Yeah, that's this guy up here. Yeah. He talks a lot about that. Uh, uh, our friend, Mr. Watts, he's, you know, this talks about how, you know, just don't even make it part of your algebra. Just do the things you like to do and do them well. Yeah. And the money will take care of itself. Yeah. You know, you don't wanna, you don't wanna be foolish, but to, chase, to do things for money, uh, if you simply do things you don't like for money, the term whore comes up. Yeah. Right? That's what whores do. Yeah. Uh, to be uh, crass about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you should not do that. And, you know, so anyway, so let's go back to your retreat. Yeah. So you do this Friday and it ends Sunday? S Sunday night. Yep. So it's you're there for, you know, 72 hours. Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 72 hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I drove to San Francisco. Okay. Uh, getting ready to board for my 11 p.m. flight which got delayed until 12 uh, and then got delayed until one. And then we boarded and then deboarded and then boarded again at three and then got off again and then reboarded at five and got off again. And like, I thought the airport was just going to be it complete was a test. anarchy. It was a test. I know. And that's, and I, I had to, you were in a peaceful place. I didn't care. That was the thing. I just didn't, I, it did not affect me maybe maybe two percent affected me right i was like uh, what are you gonna do yeah i was like what are you gonna do yeah and you know people were uh it, it's so interesting because i was observing the behavior of how that whole scene was kind of playing out and people were um going up to the staff at the airport and berating them just berating them and the minute the pilot said, I'm sorry, I know this is her awful, but I'm gonna have to ask you guys to deboard this flight because it's unsafe. People banging on the cabin doors and you know, just throwing their luggage against it and screaming at the top of their lungs with the F-bomb. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I was like, wow, I, people are in a lot of pain. Yeah, I like, guess. I, it, well, part of it is they, they see the they see the, the those people as as objects as opposed to a person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're not. They don't see them as a person. Yeah. So I actually went up to one of the ladies and I was like, "Don't worry about it. There could be a lot worse stuff happening to us in life." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, so you recommend this? I do. I who, do. Who should go and who shouldn't go? If there is a shouldn't list. Um, you should. I'm not sure if there isn't a shouldn't list. Um, well, how about this? If you're not open to change, 
correct. Yeah, so there you go. That's yes. the first filter. Yes. If you sh- if you're not open to change, you should not go now. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to spend that kind of money and not get something yeah, out of it. Yeah, pretty expensive. Yeah. So, but it's still five thousand dollars for a week. If you're by yourself, I mean, if you were to do a trip anywhere, like say this, go to Europe, you're going to spend three thousand to go to Europe. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more money, but. Much more meaningful, I would assume. Well, I also think people invest a lot of money in their physical bodies. Mm-hmm. Like gym memberships are all are expensive. Right. Um, but I also think it's important to invest in your mental health. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, every, I don't know, five, six years, you pay a couple of grand. It's really not that much. No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. So I think it's pretty good. So the, when they serve the food, did they, so the whole mind, body, spirit, did they serve certain kinds of food? Or was it like... Was it vegan? Was it there's um, organic? It's organic. Yeah. Um, it's actually the chef there is a Michelin star rated chef local from Napa. Right. Who decided to work there? Um, and the meals are there's there's a meat dish. It's typically either chicken or fish. Mm-hmm. And then there are vegetarian and was it good? Yeah, really good. Yeah. And gluten free options. Yeah. Um, but I will say this the um. Uh, it's not luxurious. This is not like a luxury uh, Sedona Valley five-star retreat. The the setting, the infrastructure, um, the places that you sleep is and utilitarian. Do work, it's yes, it's basic. But is utilitarian the right word? Correct. Almost like an upscale dormitory. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, what I probably imagined. on purpose. Right. You don't want the trappings of. Yeah that we all fall into, right? I need, uh, you know, where's my down comforter? Yeah. It's not that. Um, when I did my course in 2010, uh, I had a reality uh, Real Housewife star show up and she walked in and said, I'm only here because my husband asked me to come and saw the quarters that are the place that we were going to stay and she's like i'm i'm done i'm not staying here and she left within like that first day wow yeah it's just it's not for some people yeah so that again if somebody asks you to come and you're not open to it you shouldn't be there because that could happen yeah yeah why do you suppose he asked her <laughs> I, think I think that's an obvious yeah <laughs> <laughs> so have you followed her since then uh no i haven't yeah that's wild <laughs> yeah yeah, so you recommend it. It was fun. I think it's great, yeah. Okay. Yeah, really good. And so uh, is the tune-up, how many How many people go to the week-long end up in the tune-up? Did they tell you that? Um, I think the tune-up classes, I'm calling it a tune-up now too, um, the refresher courses are, they all the ones that I saw were sold out, and the one that was happening three weeks ago that I was thinking about maybe doing had about 25 people on the wait list, which shows to me there's an uptick in people uh, that are trending um, towards stuff like this. Yeah. And, and uh, the age of, of most of the people? Um, so probably between the youngest, I uh, was, uh, I would say early 30s. Mm-hmm. And the oldest in my course was 72. Wow. Yeah. Uh, men, women split? Um, probably about 60, 40, 60 women, 40% guys. And then uh, geography, was it a U.S., California-based, mostly people or all around the world? Um, mostly in my course, California, Colorado, 
uh, a lot of West Coast. Yeah. And then uh, some people from Washington, D.C. and New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's re it's really interesting. So if people are interested in this, uh, can we put in the show notes like the where you went? Is yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. It, it's what is it called? Uh, Hot it's, Springs? Uh, no, it's called the Hoffman Process. No, no. But where was it? White Sulphur Springs. White Sulphur Springs. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, and again, you recommend this to people? I definitely do. Oh, cool. I think anyone who's uh, you know uh, is a person of who enjoys and embraces change. And wants and you know is a lot of people. Good. You know, you get the the everybody at some level goes through a midlife crisis. Yeah, right. That where where they're on some journey, and the lies that they tell themselves, the lies that others tell them about what they should or shouldn't be doing. Yeah, uh, becomes revealed through time. Mm -hmm. And people, it's like, is this really it? Or I should have done that. And so this midlife crisis manifests with many people. Yeah. And this is probably a good time when you're open to that reevaluation of what's important to you, how you live, how you think about things. Yeah. And uh, to drive, you know, a positive direction forward if you're willing to make some changes mm -hmm. uh, without being cookie cutter. Would you say that the, the formulas... While they may have similarities to them, are not cookie cutter. Uh, they're not cookie cutter. Yeah. Yeah. No. And is do you do they have like counselors there who like are evaluating what you're doing and what not doing and like what's the ratio of staff to if there's 35 people there, is it five staff or 35 staff? No, it's five staff. Five. Okay. Um, but you're divided into small groups. Mm -hmm. uh, they do have you have to check in with your small group leader. Yeah. Daily. And how do you pick the leader? You're assigned. How do they do that? I don't know. They you have to you you have um online questionnaire before you get there? Correct. Um How long does that take? The the pre-course for the actual week long is like 40 pages wow. of pre-work. Uh mine was about 4 hours of pre-work. Wow. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. It makes sense though. Yeah, and then and then I think they read that and based on all of that they think, "Oh, this is probably the best group." Or a group leader and the and the staff that you get it was everyone no conflicts, no conflicts, no. Yeah, people go with the right attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would I would definitely say everyone's there with a yeah. pretty good attitude. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do people find themselves like losing weight here as well? Is that another benefit? Um, maybe if they don't enjoy. The... Well, I just wondered like how many people are are overeating, eating the wrong things at the wrong time. Uh, well, certainly no drinking as well. Yeah. Uh, to cover up or do things that. Oh, for sure. So, and then yeah. the elimination of that has a yeah, has yeah. a weight loss effect. Yeah, and I think maybe that starts while they're there. Probably during the week, you can see that a bit more. The three days is shorter, uh, but I'm certain that that will um, as as they go home and now they realize, oh crap, it's what I've been doing for like the past three years. Will hopefully knock that out. So, are you going to try to get Rohan to go? I have brought it up to him. Yeah, All, um, only because I I think when you do it, and then you are you know you're in a marriage, so you're quite close. It's cool to be able to share some of the lingo mm -hmm. and like the concepts, right? Um, and be on the same page with it. Um, plus, I think it's good for anybody to do, anyways. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've definitely brought it up to him but again he should only go 
if and when he don't wants to be it. there. Yeah. Use reverse psychology. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just like, you don't want to be the, I'm not staying here. They don't yeah. have uh, curtains. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, yeah. thanks for sharing this with us. This is a, a, a great story. It, again, it goes back to, you know, uh, the premise of this whole show is yeah. for us to be thinking about our experience and how we spend our time. Because mm-hmm. the spending of time creates the experience and becomes sort of the currency that's more valuable to you as you get older. The acquisition of things and mammon, to use a biblical term, yeah, uh, or stuff, to use a contemporary term, is probably not the path to happiness. Yeah. So, and it probably is experiential. And and this retreat that you went on, this, yeah. this course, if you will, helped you sort of get the right algebra of how experiences should be defined. Very true. So, yeah. Great. Well, yeah. thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, thanks. All right, thanks. See you. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Karen, I think you were supposed to say that. Yeah, thanks. I'll take it from here. All right, well, we got to do the, this is the new Outcast. Oh, the out- outro. The outro. I think Outcast is a new word. All okay. right, outro. We're doing a new outro. We got to cover a few things. All right. One is what? Subscription. Do you subscribe to We want people to subscribe to this, not just listen to it occasionally. Okay, yeah. Check the us out. The second thing is, nothing's better than what? A, a five-star rating. Always five stars. You gotta give us the five stars because we get better search outcomes. Mm-hmm. And the last thing is comments. We need those. Yeah, we, we need your feedback. We want to know what people are thinking. So you can check us out. The best way to do it, if you're not sure, some people don't know how to do it. Go to our website. You can check it out. We'll have a full set of instructions. Uh, so whatever app you're using. Most people use, what do you use? Uh, I use Spotify. You do? Yeah. So we have Spotify. We have iTunes, uh, YouTube. There's a whole bunch. Of, whatever you use, we have it. And if, and if we don't have it, let us know, and we'll try to figure out how to get it. We can send you a paper-based instruction. <laughs> actually, actually, we do have paper-based instructions, even though that's a fun inside joke to our team. So anyway, yep. thanks for listening, and check us out uh, in our next shows. Thanks. See ya.